Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And welcome to this latest episode of Retro Ad Review. A special. Hi, um, it's not really. Um, how are you doing? It's a special episode because every episode is special. No. So what Uh, is the theme for today? Um, it's just weird commercials. So it has the theme of weird, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. It's just weird stuff, right? It's weird because there's weird for the sake of weird. And then there's stuff that just kind of weird. So weird is a very <laughs> enough description. I don't think I understand what you're saying. I thought we were just doing. So it makes it weird. Kind of bizarre commercials that like were trying to be a bit weird, not just kind of stumbled into weirdness. I guess like, trying to get uh, attention. Yeah. So I would say actually there was a period of time where this happened a lot, and that would be the 2000s, like it yeah. mid 2000s maybe. People. The internet was just coming out and they were like, hey, we have to viral everything. Let's make it yeah, just I guess thing. that's true, actually. Like, viral marketing started becoming more of a thing. Um, so I think there was a period where this kind of thing sort of happened um, and you were finding more commercials just being strange. Now, of course, that's just like commercials, like, um, what's it called? Commercials being weird, but I guess I kind of mean like... Uh, one's targeting young people in some way um so i think i don't think any of these are for well maybe one's for adults yeah well yeah exactly (laughs) um okay so with that we're just going to dive into the first commercial this one is the 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 character and it is quite famous (laughs) the the character is famous for a number of reasons but i think he became extra famous because of the incarnation he took in i believe it was 2004 when this kind of when when he was kind of launched so here we go one more time i was eating and then i reached in my pocket and found all this extra money reverse pickpocketed yeah. description uh tall lots of bling that's it right there down right there yeah sure that's it hey excuse me you stop hands on your crown easy hey hey, hey. Are you okay? <laughs> Beware, this man could put extra money in your pocket. Grab a new BK wrapper morning, noon, and night. The king's got all day value all wrapped up. Do people still say bling? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen people in No, years. but the bling was like, I think they just kind of, no, they don't say it like in mainstream, but they still kind of just say it. Hmm. Um, say, oh, look, I got my giant chain gold thing bling. so this is pretty much um right okay so this is a burger king commercial and it features the king so the king was this uh real life guy with the head of a the bur- burger king of the burger king so sometimes he's known as the creepy king 
because of his creepy look. He wasn't well. So, all right. So the commercial is pretty much a, a kicks off with a guy with like a Burger King rap who's talking to two, what it looks like New York kind of cops. Police officers. Police officers and telling them of what sounds like it would be a mugging, but it's actually a reverse pickpocketing. So he just he- found money in his pocket. Um, and then they give a description and then you see the king running in kind of a crowd. So the police give chase and as the king runs like, across the street, wait, he's hit by a cat. Is that the guy? Is that the guy? And it's this clear guy, king, who With sticks out from the rest of the crowd. And then they start chasing him. And then hilariously, he gets run over by a taxi because we don't like him. Yeah, so he gets hit by a cab and that's kind of the end of it. Like the, the cab driver tries to help him out and stuff. So and he gets reverse pickpocketed himself. Oh yeah, yeah. So the king is just putting money into people's pockets for some reason. He's like Robin Hood. Well, I don't know where you got legal the money. question. Is that illegal? Like illegality, I guess, is something you don't want someone to do to you. You don't want someone to take your money. That's thievery. But what if someone actually gave you your money without your consent and like harassed you with it or something like that? Like I, I like shake you and then put money in your pocket. Like, is that illegal? Well, if they shake you, then it could be like, you know, a person is, you know, attacking your person or something along those lines. So it could be something like that, you know, uh, if, if it has to be like, forceful to put it in your pocket. Well, no, like pickpocketing, pickpocketing, you the, the idea is that you're so the, the sleight of hand it's, it's almost imperceptible you do touch a person but you're not like a cost no, the, the reverse pickpocketing yeah but i think reverse pickpocketing i think the idea is meant to be that it's still done quite slyly and a person shouldn't notice that you're being touched you're not like angrily shaking them going here's the money you know it's more of a but hey, i guess on, it would I still be illegal if you don't want it but um, I think it would be minute, a, mm, not sure. I don't think most people would say it's illegal or would report anyone for it. But um, is it's, pickpocketing still viable? I know in like the old England days of Charles Dickens, they wore like heavy coats with big, wide open stuff. But now people got pretty close to the chest. I don't see how I think bill pocketing pocketing is still possible. It's just. I would say it isn't so much about coats because we live in places where there's not much coats. But it, I guess you got like uh, it's a magician about sleight of hand kind of stuff. It's about money, basically. It's like, about money. What else would you rob? People don't carry money. Is my point. Like it's trying to collect maybe their credit cards and stuff and having to pull some cash out very quickly. That's what I mean about it being not as viable as it probably was back when there was, you know, Oliver Twist or whatever, because people had coins and dollars and notes and stuff like that. Now Meanwhile, days, a, people don't carry money as much anymore. Like you want to get there's the um, bad scam stuff, the scam scam things. Yeah. So, you know, uh, phishing texts and emails that kind of get your information that stuff so that's that's yeah. the modern pickpocketer um but anyway we should know i need not a fish scam um so as an ugly king with a frozen stroke face he he uh should have a lot of money it's his face that i hate yeah i think most people like, uh, 
I think a lot of people didn't like him, but to like. And so- then there's that creepy one where he's on the bed with the guy, the morning breakfast food, and then he like staring over the guy and gives him a a muffin thing. He's he's yeah. It was kind of well established that he was a bit creepy. Wait, um, everybody was like, no one really liked him, but he was known for his odd, creepy look, right? Yeah, that's what made him a big deal. People were kind of it. He was really creepy, but he was memorable. So the king didn't always start off like this. Like he was actually, so Burger King has been around since the 60s. And they actually had a Burger King, which you may have seen in the past. But the very first king mascot wasn't the Burger King. He was the Kurger Bing. Um, and he was just kind of the classic 1960s, like, uh, I don't know how to put it, but like, drink cola and it's this tiny kind of cartoon drawing that what does it remind me of what does it look like a rocky and bullwinkle style drawing he he looks kind of like um hawaiian punch guy oh he does look like hawaiian punch guy i bet you was the guy who drew hawaiian punch anyway just imagine a hawaiian punch guy but with like a typical crown so anyway the kerger bing god that's really that sounds like a german kaiser or something yeah what is it meisterberger yeah (laughs) um well anyway the kerger bing was replaced in the 70s up until the end of the 80s with you know the burger king as we well i say as we know him probably most people a lot of people know him as the current burger or the burger king that was in the commercial just a moment ago but during the the 70s 70s and 80s it was like the classic tudor looking king he was handsome right yeah he was handsome he was a cool guy um he he did like yeah i think magic. i remember that one i remember that one when i was a kid yeah so this is what i mean like he kind of competed against mcdonald's ronald mcdonald and mcdonald land and mayor mccheese and the fry kids and all this kind of stuff so they tried to do like um a burger king kingdom but then that ended up being replaced by the bk kids club with what was wheels what were the names of them kid Kidvid for the uh, English speakers and Lingo for the Spanish speakers. Right. Lingo. Um, So, yeah, so he was replaced. So it was in the 70s and 80s. So the 60s, it was kind of the cute little um, Burger King, Kurger Bing. And then the 70s was this animated Burger King. And then there was a bit of a hiatus where there wasn't really that much of a Burger King running around. So when we... When we grew up, it was not the Burger King at all, right? Yeah, there wasn't any Burger King. It was the BK Kids Club. So, but what was it that? Oh, okay. So in 2004 is when they came up with a brand new version of the Burger King. And he kind of looked like the 1970s Burger King, but he was had a creepier a face. Freak. So the idea was, so what ended up happening was that the advertising agency found a 1970s Burger King head for sale on eBay. And they kind of, (laughs) yeah. And they kind of use that as inspiration, but it ended up just being, let's make this the guy. So they got the head, they kind of fixed it up and that's, that's what ended up happening. So it's just a, you know, a person wearing the Burger King kind of garb and that massive like head. Um, so it, it, it was it gives, it gives me the same feel of the Green Goblin truck from Maximum Overdrive. Mm. It's like, um, what is that there for? 
Is that the Green Goblin? Like the Spider-Man Green Goblin? Yeah, Marvel let them use it. Oh, that's weird. Huh. Anyway, whatever. Um, so they did a lot of, you know, the beginning of the internet and Twitter. I mean, 2004, the internet existed, but it was more of a forum situation. We got like, what? I think we had Facebook, Facebook opened up in 2005 to the general like public. Yeah, it's and, from 2004, I think like 2005, six, it, it went to the general public. And then after that, you know, you got Twitter, which started in what, 2006 or something. So I think word of mouth kind of spread virally online later, not, not later, but this guy lasted from 2004 to 2011. Um, there are a good few reasons why he was discontinued, according to various sources on the internet. So lovely. like one of them was just sluggish sales. Uh, there was a change in just the marketing kind of mentality. They're like, we're going to make it more about the food. We don't care about mascots anymore. There was a CFO who was Ronald McDonald is beating us up. Well, Ronald McDonald kind of disappeared too. Like you don't see him much on kids stuff anymore. So yeah, you do. In commercials and things. I think actually McDonald's has kind of said that they don't do Ronald McDonald much anymore. No, oh, okay, maybe not commercials, but he's still kind of... Yeah, he's there. You can't get brand. rid of him. But my of point is, is that just like Burger King went into more of a food-centric kind of marketing position, McDonald's also did the same, at least for the kids' side of stuff. It's not yeah. so much about mascots and this and this and Ronald McDonald. It's like, it's not that anymore. You just don't see Ronald front and center like we did when we were kids. They with, tried with to grow kids. up a bit. That so, will come back later. <laughs> so um, the the this this uh, this Burger King. The only reason, the other reason why they said he disappeared was because he was creepy and he scared oh, away women and children. Which women are, and. Children? Which are pretty much two main people you want coming in. One, what does that mean? Two, the women, which typically it's like the mothers who bring the kids to there. Um, and then the other thing was is that there was um, children. He, people started posting pictures of him in weird ways online. That Burger like King was Photoshop. like, that's a bit uncomfortable. So there you were a number of reasons why. Nine eleven or something. What? No, I don't know. I think it was more. No, I'm saying now they Photoshop everything and everything. He was at the London Fire, a bunch of stuff like that. Oh right, yeah. I think it was more just like probably in the sexually suggestive kind of stuff. I think he started appearing more in those zones, and they're like, yeah, no, we're done with this. <laughs> so that was the end of the Burger King. So the creepy king. That's really funny. He has appeared since. He appeared in 2015 in like a big to do and? with Floyd Floyd Mayweather. And the worst fight of the century. I like that the Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fight. I like how they were called. They called it the fight of the century, but it turned out kind of bad. Oh. They, and then uh, I like the, one of the reviews I read that was hilarious to me. It said, if this is the fight of the century, it's a good thing we have 85 years left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you'd call it the fight of the century when it's pretty early on in the century. Well, it but, could be. If you collectively take the whole century, it's like, oh, maybe that was the best one. I don't know. I mean, but um, yeah, I remember mostly from the uh, video game uh, Xbox, like Burger King Racers or something like that. What? Like, Why did they make this? I think they gave it away at Burger King, too. What? I don't even remember. Found it at a bargain bin. Uh, okay, that's super weird, but interesting nonetheless. 
So, um, so yeah, that was kind of the end of the Burger King. He just kind of stopped being after a certain point. Um, yeah, that's probably a good thing. And probably I, mean, I didn't have too much against him, but I didn't really like him. And apparently, he was yeah. a he was a disease to he was a hazard to children and pregnant women. He wasn't he wasn't well loved by probably a key target audience there. He went out with a smile on his face and he could be out there today uh reverse pickpocketing you I guess. <laughs> At least he was doing something nice. All right. So with that we move on to the next one. So remember our theme is weird and this is another one that kind of basically was part of the whole viral sensation thing in fact this has, myself. this has a space in the kind of like know my know your meme well i think the burger king does too but like this one i'll this be one honest i missed this one as in i missed it i missed the boat on this one i didn't know when this one happened all right That's so much. let's go on you tried these berries and cream starburst pardon me what kind of starburst did you just say uh, berries and and berries berries and what else and cream Berries and cream. Oh, hurrah! Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. Oh, I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Um, I, uh, God. More several of these. I, I think the morphine one was a different one, but. No, I think this one was quite famous. This one no, was the famous one. No. Oh, wait, I, does he scream berries and cream a lot? No, he just kind of dances. But this one was like a, an event, a second one. Uh, so did he sing berries and cream in another Yeah, version? he always sang berries and cream and did that little dance, the clap and the jumping around. Jesus. Okay. Well, anyway, I missed the entire... Like, I wasn't on the internet at this stage. Like I mean, I wasn't on, I wasn't like on the TV. On um right so just to explain if you've never seen this commercial uh two guys are just hanging out holding a starburst guys with uh late 2000s clothes yeah there's a few layers going on here and layering was very big back then anyway they're chatting and then some guy who's dressed a bit like a pilgrim with a suitcase pops up and starts talking to them when he tells them when they mention that it's berries and cream he kind of freaks out drops his i like how he drops his suitcase oh that's very agree. Bonk. Um, and then he starts clapping and singing his berries and cream song and then doing doing a little dance. But the dance... Like claps and lifts one leg and then the other clapping back and forth. It's not a complex dance by any means. In fact, like it's back not... Back and forth and back and forth. It's just a dance you do as a child. Um, yeah. Anyway, he does it and... <laughs> Is he a guys, child? I don't know. The guys are sort of like, are scared and... To be honest, the character is terrifying. Like, it says guys, he's a little lad. He's not. I mean, he's kind of little, but he's not. But like, what like, are those uh, El Chavo, like Mexican guys that are like forty-eight playing a kid? Oh God, um, that's a whole nother area. Um, so anyway, he just looks. He's also got that weird little Dutch boy haircut that I absolutely hate. For some reason, it's like a massive pet peeve of mine. I hate anyone that has that haircut. And then at the end of it, the two Except guys... Except you, listening. Um, yeah, if you're listening, I love your haircut. Um, but he's the two guys aren't impressed. And then at the very end, he just kind of 
try to kick him in the face. I hate does the high kick at the end. The high like, kick at the end is very ad libbed as well. Yeah. So if you don't know what Starburst is, it's a chewy candy. It was called Opal Fruits to begin with, and it's actually it began in Opal. the UK, so it's a UK thing. And they had flavors like strawberry, lemon, orange, and lime. So you can see why the little lad freaked out over there being berries and cream. Because, you know, this was the period where they also started exploring new types of flavors. I think, yeah, it wasn't I think the just 90s, cherry and watermelon and stuff. I think the 90s is when there was a mad rush just generally for every brand to be like, we need new weird flavors of things. But I think this was like, here's another version of it. I feel like the 2000s is actually an era where there was a bunch of new things that came in but they were just like not good <laughs> so okay so to give an like to give not a real life example but like you know um let's say starburst it has like orange strawberry and lemon in the 90s they were like let's introduce sour apple or something like that one that kind of already exists or grape a fruit flavor that exists in other parts but it hasn't existed within the canon of starburst but then in the 2000s, they're like, we've exhausted these. All right, let's just do vanilla orange or something like that. They started coming up with weird things like berries and cream and stuff. That's what I kind of mentally associate the 2000s with, where they started coming up with like raspberry splash or something. So just mixed things. Um, so anyway, I raspberry guess. Raspberry splash. I guess the idea. When they had it with blueberry or something. Yeah, something dumb. Um, so anyway, the the little lad was really excited. So funnily enough, like there's actually a section in like Wikipedia about the little lad. Like it, there's just not much. There's nothing really special about Starburst. Starburst just kind of goes. Chewy fruit candy. Yeah, it's just fruit candy, and that's the end of it. But then the only thing I remember about Starburst is that one time I bit into one, and the juice and my saliva shot back into my throat. And I was like, <coughs> choking. That's out. a really dumb memory to associate with Starburst. Oh, what else is there to remember about it? Oh, a little, little lad, apparently. Um, so when the flavor kind of came out, um, the commercial was referred to as berries and cream or the little lad dance. And it stars a guy named Jack Fervor, and he, you know, did his little dance thing. Um, I was looking, like, the commercial actually had a few accolades and stuff. It took over 12 hours to film and he had to wear that awful little costume in 80 degree weather. So he was probably 12, 12 hours and it was disgusting. I would say the can't you just kind of make it. Um, yeah, you'd think I mean, these are just uh, some slacker dudes sitting behind a wall and then some weirdo dancing. But here's the point. This goes to show that a lot of these kinds of commercials that you think are, you know, impromptu, it's kind of that idea, you know, when they say like, a person who has like tousled hair and it's like they just got out of bed but it takes a lot of effort to get that tousled just out of bed look yeah it's that kind of thing like commercials take a long time yeah i know because of the, the the sky and everything it just i wouldn't assume it'd be 12 hours but this is what i mean like this looks eight like, maximum i'd say this looks like a generic commercial that they're like here ad lib some stuff sort of like even the kick seemed ad libbed um there were probably yeah. about 15 takes where he did something weird at the end you know but anyway, had to pick something. Um, okay. on another, there's another source online basically said like I think the guy doesn't really like his berries and cream kind of fame. Thing. Yeah, um, he's like a teacher at like Bard College or something like that. So it's like rumor has it that he doesn't like 
he doesn't like it when it's brought up. <laughs> he's a dancer as well, I think. So he, he's a, he's an artist of some sense, and he made up his little dance. Yeah, he's not he's not that um, <laughs> he's not that thrilled. I guess you could say with his weird fame, because this is definitely in the camp of just this is very very strange. He had he had like a bunch of ads. He was part of the whole thing. Um, it, it was definitely kind of weird. It, we don't know what the deal is with the little lad. He just kind of appeared and then he did. He went away, and that was the end of it. Mm. Um, so yeah, and the video has about yeah, eight million say, views or something like that. He keeps it off his uh, website and resume. Yeah, I think that's what it also said on there. So oh well. Right, so we still I th- love you, little lad man. We don't Jack love Rue. you, little lad man. Well, we love the guy for giving us a bit of joy during a tumultuous period that was 2007. Was 2007 tumultuous, at least for the U.S.? Uh, 2008 was getting tumultuous with the crash. Oh, so yeah. everyone was riding high in 2007. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it was great times. Great yeah, time in 2007. Of- what yeah, a year. I think every ad exec was on coke then. Um, <laughs> right. Hence we got to viralize something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Little lad. Um, okay. So oh, last, boy. the last ad is definitely weird. So we're going back to the 90s for this one. Um, so like we said, the 2000s is a period where you probably can find a lot of these kind of weird offbeat humor type ads existing yeah but typically you wouldn't find it so much in the definitely not in the 80s a bit in the 90s but not insanely so when was the uh adult swim kind of random humor big it was around the time with the 2000s right yeah yeah in 2000 burger king and the pilgrim boy would fit kind of yeah so, so there was an offbeat humor, kind of weird for the sake of weird stuff that existed. Again, 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you wouldn't really find that. 90s, you could potentially find the beginnings of that. Like one example is Crash Bandicoot. Like, but that kind of fit Married more. Buried under all the extreme stuff. Yeah. So that was more of a mixture of extreme stuff. Like, you know, step into a Slim Jim kind of thing. Yeah. And Crash Bandicoot's like a guy in a suit kind of shouting at people. But that was... I would probably put that more in the vein of not weird for the sake of weird. It was definitely weird, but, but it was, never. but it was kind of what's the phrasing, uh, like kind of that subversive alt yeah. kind of that the Generation X feel, versus yeah. whatever the hell is happening with the little lad. Like there's a, there's two different kinds of humor there, um, but this one this ad is actually really interesting. So I'll play it and then we'll talk about it. All right. Hello there. I'm Mr. Delicious. Did you know the value menu at Racks features lots of adult-sized delectables for only 99 cents? That's right, and that's fortunate. You see, Mr. Delicious is, well, a little overextended. Perhaps the Racks executives aren't paying him enough to compromise his integrity. On the other hand, you can't eat integrity, but you certainly can eat a hearty roast beef sandwich for 99 cents. Tickety-D. A hearty road sandwich. So, right. So this is Mr. D, Mr. Delicious. And he um, he basically was an, an ad spokesman for Rax, which was a fast food restaurant. A fast He's food a, restaurant like, that I might add was struggling during this period. 
he is a very he's animated but he looks like a classic salesman guy with the the pinstripe gingham suit and the the gray pants and the, and the briefcase he's got he even squ- mentions that one time it's like he got- He's got his briefcase. Brief he's got his briefcase and he's got his like square glasses and stuff. So he's very much a classic door-to-door salesman look. And he, he looks like a clip art. Yeah, he's fully black and white on top of an and, and superimposed on top of like images. This is the commercial. It's just a cartoon, a black and white cartoon that's almost 60s-esque door-to-door salesman, superimposed over you know fast food fast food like racks the brand stock image you know just images of their food yeah like ooh, this is racks and then he's just talking quite dryly yeah like it's this. not even like racks you can get this it's a hearty meal like trying to entice you it's like this boring guy telling you hey eat here it's good but and he's not even saying that i mean he is yeah, saying that but that's you what notice extra in the middle, he says, um, uh, perhaps they're not paying Mr. D enough to um, sell his integrity, but you can eat a hearty meal here. But that was one of his shticks. So Rax was trying to uh, appeal to adults, so they got this like adult guy rather than some kid thing. Yeah, so it was having a bit of a struggle at one stage. And there's, there's actually like... Um, kind of a documentary by the vlog brothers it's the commercial that killed the fast food chain so you can find it on youtube and it kind of goes really in depth on this um but essentially like the brand was having a bit of a struggle so they decided to pivot towards you know adult people or grown-ups or whatever it is um which got them to you know birth <laughs> this character um mr delicious or mr d way the- ahead of his time the problem with him is that he was just a bit too offbeat. Like, like he got into it in this one and kind of gave some, a bit too much information. That was his problem. Like, um, he, he gave just a bit too much information about himself. So he says it's things that are a little, depressed midlife crisis. Yeah. Which is great. Like just watching this now, I'm just like, this is just so interesting. So this feels like it would be one of those two thousands to now kind of things. Yeah, it feels like this this is completely out of place in the 90s. Absolutely out of place. Like even with the late era 90s uh crash bandicoot kind of stuff. This but just that's more that fits more into the extremish cuz it had that Yeah, exactly, like radical. Um but this <laughs> this was dry. This was like incredibly dry and just like what is happening? And Okay, there are some, in terms visually, visually, this does feel 90s. I mean, the Rax brand looks like a 90s. Yeah, the early company, 90s. All this kind of stuff. Even the drawing is a little bit, even though it's harkening back to the 60s, it's still kind of 90s-esque. But, um, but just the, the tone of it is incredibly not from the 90s. Like, it's too strange. But it would probably fit. And it probably would have been a little bit more at home if it was produced a bit later. The Ten prob- years later. So here, I'm just going to read a paragraph from an article that talked about it. That's actually pretty interesting. Um, so all of this is paired with the worst or possibly best tagline in all of fast food history. Racks, you can eat here. So there's an element of parody here. Like you can eat here is definitely a parody of a tagline. And Mr. Delicious is definitely a parody of a spokesperson. He's not fun. He's not happy. He's not engaging. 
but they're also trying to do a thing. They're trying to identify with a core audience. But who is that audience? It's a fast food for grownups. Sad grownups? So it's it's just interesting because when you break it down, that's... That was in the vlog, brothers. Video. Yeah. So that's in their, their thing. And what's really interesting about it is that it's the parody side of it that you can eat here. Um, Take it a day. Which is a ridiculous statement. Like, yeah, obviously you can eat here. But it's parody, right? And if this like, guy's kind of a parody of us, this is just perfect for weird in a later era. It just doesn't fit in the 90s. Like, I could be completely wrong. Probably didn't fit anywhere. But if it had a fighting chance, it would be much later than, than he, you know, 1992 or 91. It's, you can do, like, boring and make it, like, somewhat engaging because there was those uh, old Motel 6 commercials, remember? Motel 6. Yeah. We leave the light off. I'll go there. Yeah, it's great. This guy, on the other hand, was... The thing is that he didn't... Okay, that guy that I just said, okay, you could tell he's he's advertising that. And I was like, okay, some friendly guy just wants to stop at a motel. Great. This guy just didn't fit with anything. Except for what he said, oh, eat the food. It was all about him. Yeah, he was really um, narcissistic in a strange way. Like, it... Uh, I have, this is just such, this is just generally quite interesting. Like, I don't really understand it. And I think they tried to make it a good thing, but he was quite negative. And generally speaking, you don't want to have a negative character. There's, uh, there's other ones where he's talking about his divorce and his oh, hedonistic God. lifestyle, but it's still unfulfilling. His psychiatrist. What? He just had problems. And what's excellent about it is, it on you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just really weird. And it's like, oh, by the way, eat some food. Again, I think maybe what they were trying to go for You're was, a sad like, adult. this is so Idiot. out of left field, it's going to like resonate with you. You're going to remember this, but you're going to remember it, but you're going to not want to eat this. Um, yeah, so I mean, if you look on uh, YouTube, you know, there's a person that goes, I don't think the world is ready for him with today's random commercials. He could definitely make a comeback. And it's true. Like, he was just so weird. It's almost like the pets.com thing. Like, people do want to pick these up later. Um, I do like uh, for the pets.com sock dog. I know. He was really cool. I really like that dog. All right. So we've gone through all the commercials. Shall we do a quick run through on the review the review and then which would you use yeah but only one okay there can be only one yeah okay so what was your least favorite <laughs> least favorite we got burger king we got berries and cream and we got mr delicious i guess i'll go with burger king because gonna say me too yeah as much here. as it it is kind of frantic and somewhat engaging because they're chasing him and all that the king never really appealed to me and it's just trying to be a little weird oh he's he's giving me money oh that's weird it, it to me is the best produced but eh, it didn't really do much for me it yeah. still kind of had that, it felt like the early 90s feel like BKTV with Dan Cortez and stuff. Oh God, BKTV, BKTV. Um, that's terrible. Um, right. So I feel the same way. I, I think maybe because I I heard a lot about him, I think I got kind of tired of him too. Also, he's a bit creepy, and that didn't land with me. I think I was also 
getting turned off by the weird for the weird kind of stuff. And the Burger King King pretty much embodied that. So, eh, I mean, the commercial is actually quite funny. I enjoy the reverse uh, pickpocketing yeah. thing, like the, the concept I enjoy. But even taking away all the, the emotional responses to everything, it's, uh, it doesn't do anything for me just in general it's like i don't like the king but it doesn't do anything for me in general. yeah exactly i mean like i said i like the concept but eh, it's it's fine i mean like when you're a massive brand like burger king as well you don't need to be doing hey this is who we are you're trying to just capture people's imaginations yeah. in different ways and this kind of did but like you know, the commercial itself like you know i could live without um yeah. all right second second would probably be mr delicious to me because mm-hmm. much as it is pretty interesting, it's kind of boring. Like, I guess that's a purpose, but it is just an overlay of a cartoon guy walking past. And then the background is just very, just show off the food and that's it. The yeah. only thing somewhat interesting is a guy putting on a tie that says racks all over his tie. I agree with you to a point, but... I think personally my middle one is berries and cream or the little lad. Um, learning a bit more about the little lad made me a bit more intrigued, but just going off the front of it, the thing again, I think I do also get that reaction of just like, uh, do you know what's really weird about it as well? Actually, I was like, what are they selling me? It's like, Oh yeah, they're selling me berries and cream. Literally. I just had that in my mind. I'm like, what, what are they trying to do here? And it's because no, it was a brand new that. flavor. For some reason, the flavor didn't stick in my head. It was just you know he says it a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. Um, maybe because I've just like over analyzed it. But generally speaking, like that one's just kind of middle middle for me. I actually do enjoy it, but it's kind of again, it probably ekes a little bit towards the weird for the sake of weird Burger King thing that was sort of turning me off generally. Um, but I do like it better than the Burger King one. And I think, just to jump into mine, my number one is Mr. Delicious. For the reasons that I was saying, it's just so, again, maybe because I'm not basing it too much on the commercial, it's genuinely interesting. And the one thing I was going to say is I think that if I saw that on TV, I'd be like, what's happening? Like, I wouldn't be like, you know, the berries and cream, cream one. I'm also like, what's yeah. happening? But in the universe of commercials if i was sitting there watching you know ronald mcdonald do his thing like the kind of standard stuff that was happening yeah. in the 90s and then mr delicious comes up and be like what's like it's just you know a massive sore thumb and i think that in its own sense is intriguing to me and actually kind of piqued my interest so i think that's why i like it i mean it's an absolute failure like don't get me wrong but but that's basically why I, th- yeah, it just doesn't get to me. It looked like a fake parody. I guess it is what it's trying to be, or it just falls flat. But maybe because we have time on our side that tells us that it's a fake parody, like it's bef- like we've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, we've seen like a bunch of commercial parodies on TV and the internet. We've seen but it, I guess- but this was before we've seen it so like i'm trying to sort of put myself in those shoes i probably wouldn't have gone to racks anyway yeah it's Um, like a a worse arby's or something i was thinking that so why is why is berries and cream your top top uh it's the most engaging to me it's trying to be weird fine but you look at the guy at least from all three of these at least he's happy he's not a depressed guy 
and he's not a weird thing who's running away from the police. At least he's really happy about his berries and cream. I mean, as far as all these go, <laughs> that's probably why this one was the most memorable. I mean, I went to it, into it myself, but yeah, I mean, like it is kind of tough. I think we both were very clear on the Burger King one, but the the, the, the fight between the two is kind of tough for these other ones here. Um, okay, so what would, of the three, just based on commercials, what would you actually purchase? Which is the one where you'd be like, yep, I, I'm going to buy this thing? Uh, I guess I'd go with berries and cream again because he says what you're buying like a hundred times. They say Starburst and you're happy when you eat it. Yeah. Mr. Delicious, you don't know what you're buying until you pay attention to the racks at the end. And the Burger King, it's too well known of a brand that you could kind of do whatever you want and they'll know it's Burger King if you put something with Burger King in there. Like Ronald McDonald could be in a jet fighter and it's like, okay, it's McDonald's. Um, I think I think the same thing like I would probably go for berries and cream uh, pretty much for those reasons that you kind of listed there I'm also not an Arby's person and I assume Rax is Arby's um, so yes Mr. Delicious doesn't accomplish his goal in that sense berries and cream I, I also am like the stupidest sucker especially if it's gum on giving me a new flavor brand new flavor I'm just kind of like yeah give me that new well, flavor when you directly put in your mouth and you keep it there of course the new flavor is going to no, you know how some people like if if a cereal does a birthday edition, I'm like, give me that cereal. I don't have a rationale for this. I'm just always intrigued by new flavors, not intrigued from like academically. I'm just an idiot. It's kind of like my lizard brain says new flavor eat. And that's Maybe it. Because since you were like, what? Three. You've seen these things. Yeah, I think I've been primed like I am a product of, you know, advertising and capitalism and things like that. I, remember like, we I will it. buy a double stuffed like, Oreos. Thank you. Four years old. Of course it's going to get in your brain. Oh, well, so I'm off to buy some berries and cream, even though they're not on the market. I'm going <laughs> to buy it on eBay and get sick. Ew. Um, all right. So I think that's the end for this. Um, yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to our carrying on. Um, if you like us, subscribe yeah sign up <laughs> subscribe to us on like apple i think google's now like youtube music or something i don't know but check that out and you can find us on spotify and things and also we have a very active uh facebook and instagram page so where we're very you know talkative so engage us on there um we'll be back with another ad after these messages we'll be back with another series of ads um, we'll soon no I'm don't talk i'm not yet. i'm gonna interrupt you every time that's what's gonna happen all right everyone see you tomorrow. talk about another see you. bye, bye. <laughs> oh, dear.